guys, welcome back to the Columbus Cast. I'm Laura. I'm Julia. Hey guys, it's Nathan. <laughs> All right, Julia. Let's get Actually, into it. Actually, well, you know what? While Nathan's sitting here, why don't we tell you what we did this weekend? We went to the opening night of the Columbus Blue Jackets. And how was it? We lost. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we met some really nice Toronto Leaf fans. Yeah, of course. There's nice Canadians. Like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But they made fun of us. Oh, that was. Uh, were they from Toronto or yeah, were they? They were from Canada. And, and they came down for this. They came down and then they went to the OSU game the next day. Oh, sick! Like, That'd be a sick trip. Out. Like, there's no way you're gonna be alive by Sunday, but good luck. Wow. They were like not stopping, you know. Like, yeah. Time they took a shot on goal. They just took a shot. You know what I'm saying? So. Wow. And how much did they lose by? Uh, it was four one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is a decent it amount of shots when you think about like yeah, a game sixty hockey. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, did it, how how does it make you feel about the upcoming season, Nathan? I mean, it's a lot better than their Saturday showing. Would they lose six to zero to the Penguins? Yeah, they didn't do well. <laughs> I know that. I know they didn't win. It was a little embarrassing. Uh, I'd say we <laughs> we looked really good for the first period, but then after that, uh, we got outclassed. We had no playmakers. Our goalie Corpy was not playing too. Our well. goalie could have just been like a sponge sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Mine as well. It was really cool, though, because, like, the stadium was full, mm-hmm. and it, the tension was high at, during some points. Like, I would say it was, like, a little bit dull in moments, but, you know, yeah. the cannon did go off, so. That's good. Yeah, there's a lot of people that went to opening night. I'm going to the Blue Jackets game this Friday. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it was so, packed. And they Blue had, like, a lot of season fun is stuff in full swing outside the arena, like, before the game started. It was really cool, the promotion they did with, like, the snow all over downtown. What? They had, like, snow, piles of snow around, like, Nationwide Boulevard, and they're, like, season's coming, like, oh, two days. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I mean, you- we wouldn't have seen it because we don't work downtown, but everybody who works downtown has seen it. I, I wanted to give a shout-out to two new potential listeners. I hope you're listening. Um, super cool. Their names are Adrian and Remy. Adrian and Remy, if you're listening, thanks. Anyway, should we move into anyway, some Anyway, let's Columbus talk about what's actually happening in things. Columbus. Yeah. Do we want to talk about sports while um Well we have a special sports while guest? While we have a special sports guest. Because he hasn't gone to the gym yet, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. Let's let's just skip news. Get right into sports. Blue Jackets lost. We talked about that a little bit. Yeah, they, they weren't looking great. I'm so sad. But they did beat the Sabres. But the Sabres haven't been good ever, have they? Oh, well, they beat us in preseason, so at least we got them back. <laughs> and you know what they say, preseason is <laughs> so very important. They definitely put all their best players in at preseason. All I know is Seth Jones, go Seth Jones. Yo, yeah, Blue Jackets <laughs> got some pretty players. <laughs> <laughs> we might not be good, but we're attractive. Very true. All right, Nathan. Uh, moving on, OSU beat Michigan State. Yes, Finally. Go Bucks! For this game, I hate Michigan State. The whole state up north. They're the worst. They're the worst. They beat us in basketball. They keep us out of the playoffs. Yeah, they're really. I think they, they're actually. They beat rival. us in the Big Ten championship in like 2014, 2013. Yeah. Yeah, they beat us in a lot of things, and it sucks. Not about it. So glad we crushed them. Absolutely. And in those black uniforms, those look sick. And then let's talk about the Browns. Or we could just skip this section. <laughs> no, I want to talk about how sweet revenge is. That because I, I talked about this earlier on the podcast. I'm not a big fan of Baker Mayfield. I'm I'm a 
I want to be a bandwagon Browns fan, but after that Baker Mayfield interview and GQ came out where he was like, I'm not sorry about planting the field on Ohio State's turf. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I don't like Baker Mayfield anymore, but I do like the Browns. Um, so it made me feel really good when Nick Bosa kept sacking him and then did that like flag celebration. I was into it. I was so into it. It made me so happy. It made like a lot of Browns fans really torn, but like it made me very happy. I was incredibly, incredibly sad. And already at that point, I think I already cried twice. So (laughs) (laughs) planting the flag was nice for Joey Bosa, but I was crying. Nick Bosa, baby Bosa. Yes, baby Bosa. I like Nick Bosa. Anyway, good times. And the crew has a new stadium. It's groundbroken. No, it's groundbreaking. So it will be breaking tomorrow. Oh, so when this comes out, it'll so be groundbroken. On the day that uh, it's released on Thursday, October 10th, you could attend the groundbreaking of the new crew stadium. You could go to their new location, which is 650 West Nationwide Boulevard. Um, the event begins at like two o'clock and it will be open to the general public. Rumor on the street is there will be food trucks. So, you know. So if you are not everyone. working on a Thursday at 2 p.m. So that's that's exciting. And I'm sure we'll get to see lots of pictures. So stay tuned to the Instagram. Maybe we'll post some. Yeah. If you're there and you're thinking of us and you're like, hey, I heard about this on the club. Yeah. If you heard about it from us, you know, just tweet Let us at know. us. Send us on Instagram. Let us know. Nathan, any other sports things pertaining to Columbus that you can think of? How are the Bengals doing? Uh, uh, they are 0-5. Oh, good. <laughs> Which, as a Browns fan, feels absolutely great. The AFC is just trash this year, isn't it? The AFC? Yeah. No. Well, because like, the Steelers are like 1-4. Oh, the AFC uh, up north. Yeah, yeah, the AFC yeah. north. But Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady are still really good. Are any um, Ohio baseball teams in the playoffs? Nope. That's a hard no. I know the Yankees are, but that's it. That's all I'm really concerned about. So what's the next team that Ohio people should cheer for? What's the next closest team? Because the Pirates aren't in it. The Phillies aren't in it. DC? You should just be a Yankees fan. DC or the Cubs, maybe? (laughs) The Cubs aren't. I think I just default to the Astros. I like all their players. Jules. Lewis? Cardinals. Cardinals. Maybe that's like the next closest team. Oh, yeah. I think, well, Chicago would be closer than St. Louis. I don't think Chicago is in. So. Atlanta, is there, may not? Atlanta? Oh, oh Atlanta might Bay. be. They already, are they still in? Yeah. I'm ready for Tampa Bay. Okay, well. They're, go. about, they're all rookies, and I'm really happy for them. I'm pulling for the Nationals. Go Nats. Got my money on the Yankees. Let's get it, Judge. <laughs> Finger guns. <laughs> Finger guns. All right, for the Judge. Uh, okay, cool. That's, uh... That's the that's sports. Nice. Do you want to go into news? Do you want to go... Shout out to Tony. <laughs> Shout out to Tony. <laughs> Tony needs to join us sometimes. On that note, let's talk about some news. Okay, wait. This is a really cool, uh, update that I want to share to you. I learned this because I saw a targeted ad on Instagram for this club called Second Date Social. And I was like, what is Second Date Social? You might ask yourself the same thing. Second Date Social happens to be a members-only destination social club for singles. It's an actual physical space in downtown Columbus. What? Didn't you think that, Juliet, weren't you like, you know what? If there's something that Columbus is missing, it's like a... It's a social club for singles. It's a social club for singles. I that have... has a physical location. <laughs> 
not just like a meetup group. This is like a physical, like it's like it's this like is where we, like our a- tree house that we go to meet in. <laughs> what do you do when you meet people? So it says, what are the be- benefits of membership? It says you have access to invite only events as well as co-recreational sports leagues, group volunteer outings, and VIP socials. In addition, their monthly calendar of interactive classes and educational workshops features relevant topics focused on dating and relationships, healing and personal development, life skills, and more. Wow. So if you're still single and you're wondering why, just join this uh, dating club and they'll help you. And they'll help, help you learn learn about it. How much is membership or is it? Oh, I want to know that so bad. Whether you're casually dropping by the clubhouse during social hours, connecting with other singles over a game of sand volleyball. Where's running? the clubhouse? Are we sure this isn't just the goat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this sounds exactly like the goat. I'm pretty sure this is any LC. Um, yeah, no, things. I I want to bet this is located in some Wait, LC. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay, so what are the pricing options? There are three to choose from. This is so weird to me. Um, members may select a month to month option or sign up for a six or 12 month membership plan, depending on how desperate. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's exactly what it's. <laughs> membership can be paid monthly or upfront and varies from between 19 to $42 a month. And there's also a one time $50 initiation fee. Starting in 2020, there will be a referral program. Oh. How does that work? Like, hey, I met my husband at second date. So now I'm going to refer my. So do you friend. have to be single to be in it? Ooh! Like, because what happens? Doesn't know. <laughs> what if you like meet someone? Then do you get to like drop your membership, or do you have to pay the full year? You're asking so many questions, Julia. Let me just contact them. Just, do you think they'll sponsor us? I mean, I'd love. They have euchre leagues, yo. <laughs> Wait, can we start our own euchre league? You, me, Nathan, and Tony. Euchre <laughs> league. I I don't know how to play euchre, but it seems like oh something my God, I'd be into. Okay, where is it located? It's in Arena District, like walking distance from Wolf's Ridge. Yeah, I, I was like, it's when I Googled it, it, the other thing that comes up is um, Hopewell Works, which is a professional and hobby association. Hmm. So I'm like, I wonder if I can't join the uh, second date social, can I join Hopewell and will I get the same benefits? <laughs> I want to just Wait, be in a the, euchre league. Where's the friend club? Where you can just like, go they walk also in. have bowling leagues. I suck at bowling, but like I could be into this. <laughs> I want to be part of a trivia league. Yeah, I'm, that's what Julia and I are gonna do. Check the Toro app and see where the Shout trivias out are. To Toro. Doesn't, doesn't Champs have trivia once a week, twice a week? I most, would most bet. <laughs> um, talk about the new vegan restaurant opening in Columbus. Because I actually heard about this from somebody else, and then you all already put it in our show Look notes. Look at me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's a new vegan restaurant opening up in Columbus, which is kind of funny because there are two that just closed, Angry Baker and... But Angry Baker opened up that uh, bakery thing, right? That is still Angry Baker. It's called Happy Little Treats. Is that different from Happy Eater? Little Eater? <laughs> yeah, it's different from Little Eater. That's too confusing. Let me just talk about the uh, the vegan restaurant that's coming. So it's called Woodhouse, and it's opening up in Italian Village on the 11th, which would be Friday. Friday. It looks really good. I've seen pictures of their food. Oh, it does look really good, yeah. So it seems like they're going to have comfort food. Ooh. Style stuff. They have um, vegan cheese that competes with the real deal, supposedly. Hmm. It does look really good. They have, they're known for 
a ton of their stuff, including chickpea of the sea, tuna melt, and a bunch more. Um, have you tried Polly G's vegan pizza? Yes, How is that? I have. It's okay. Their cashew cheese is eh. But their sauce and their crust, like everything else that makes a pizza good is like delicious. Polly G's is like my Polly favorite pizza like place in Columbus. Yeah. If you have not been there, you need to get to Polly G's ASAP. Back to Woodhouse for a second. Um, the restaurant can seat up to 40 people. And oh, so it's tiny. Yeah. Well, they were like a food truck or they uh, were a pop-up and now they have a physical location. They There's an outdoor seating area in the back that can hold an additional 20 people. It's going to have a mid-century modern look with an industrial flair, just like every, every single restaurant that's opening ever. Comfy and cozy are words that come to mind, and it's opening this weekend. So a lot better than um, Dick's Den or whatever the bar that's opening up, where the words to describe it were like dark and musty basement, <laughs> and that was like coming from them. Like yeah, their publicity that, team like, wanted it to right. be described as a like true dive bar, like right, right, gross. Right. So that's what I got. Cool. Um, well, I guess. It's in Italian Village, so parking there isn't free anymore. So. Parking is not free. No, that's correct. But there is a parking update. Parking update. We parking need like update. I know. We need like an effects. air horn or something here, I think. <laughs> I feel like the parking update, though, I read into it. I feel like it didn't really change too much except for um, prices decrease or increase by 25 cents to 50 cents per hour from 4 to 10 p.m. based on the zone's average on-street occupancy data. I honestly feel like the more and more I read about what they're doing with street parking, they're just doing like a census of who parks where when. Yeah, and how much they can charge to get people to continue to park there. Right. Because I think they increase – there's a map, um, if you're interested in looking at it, on like Columbus Gov that has all the zone rate changes – and everything we'll tweet it um but it's just it looks like they're basically going to take the most popular places and continue to increase the prices there until people stop paying for them and then well i feel like i wonder if small businesses in short north and like those areas are being hurt by this because i know a lot of people who are like well, instead of Ubering or instead of going i just don't go well yeah that's what we were talking about at lunch today we were saying how Especially if you're in like far, not in walking distance, like where your Uber's not six dollars to go down there. Yeah. It's like it doesn't make sense to go into the short north, especially when there's everything you could want out in the suburbs now. Like there's the Pine House in Dublin oh, and Condado and Pins. Oh, guess what? Now, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So I think it's kind of hard, but um, It'll be interesting. It looks like a lot of them increased. There's only a couple of decreases on this map, and they're mostly like past Summit, which apparently past Summit on Summit and Second. So like this is in the Italian Village. Yeah. It decreased fifty cents. The, the but nice I didn't even know that. Like, wh- who's parking over there? Why is that even metered? Like what's the, oh well, I guess like Seventh and Sun and stuff is in in that area. And there's a new apartment building literally right there. That's where um when they find if they ever finish building it, that's where the Bud Dairy Food Hall. Oh right, the Bud Dairy Food Hall will go there. We'll go there. But yeah, they're it's, literally building it so slowly. Mm-hmm. But they did announce the restaurants that are going to be in there, so we can talk about that later in this episode when we get. Cool. To- While we're talking about parking, let's talk about traffic. Oh yeah. I need about ten minutes to go on a little rant here. <laughs> we'll keep it short though. First of all. Why can no one drive in Columbus? People are just incapable of driving. Second of all, why are so many people driving? Like, 
all of a sudden, I feel like for the past month, my every, you know, okay. When I first moved here, people said, oh, you want to go to X? You want to go to Y? You want to go to Z? It's just 15 minutes away. Mm -hmm. Everything in Columbus was 15 minutes away. Now, everything in Columbus is like 25 to 30 minutes away. And it's not because it's gotten further away. It's because there's more people driving. It's more traffic. Yeah. And there's a lot of construction. And no yeah, one understands what to do when a lane is ending. I tweeted the article, not from our Columbus cast account, but I will, um, that says you need to use the full lane to merge. And I stand on that very firmly. What Julia's saying is she's that person who drives right by you when you're sitting in traffic. And then she just sneaks in in front. Why are you letting... A thousand feet of lane go to waste. You don't need to stop there. Listen, listen. When traffic zipper, no. When zipper. traffic is like bumper to bumper like that, I prefer not to give the person in front of me ha- like six inches of space because that's what causes fender bender. So like, I'm gonna leave a little bit of space, but I'm not leaving it so that you can like surpass all the traffic and then like try and bust your way in. No, but if there's no place to merge over, then you're supposed okay, to but use there the was full a place lane to merge over, and the place to merge over was like way back there. You know what I mean? I can't get into you know this right mean? now. You, well, the reason why this is like striking such a note with me, Julia, is because this is what I deal with getting on 71 every oh, single I, day. Oh, that's why I don't go do 71 anymore. I, I don't go the other option. way. The problem is 71 to 270 is like the fastest way because it's the highway. And any way that's not that way, that's like back roads, takes three times as long. I th- that's the, why they built the highway. The so issue is I think if everyone just learned the zipper method where <sighs> – one car goes, then the car from the other lane. Then the one car, but what happens people is... People just are dumb anyway, and they drive up on the shoulder. They don't care. Yeah, but then also, like, the people are like, oh, I'm not letting this guy in. They waited till the last minute. So then they continue to go, and then there's three cars, and then the two cars behind them try to fit into the one car that's trying to be nice. Like me, because... It should be one v one v one v one Zipper method, people. Anyway, as a result of people in bad driving, lately I cannot... I can't even... I tried to find all of the accidents that have happened and some of them are actually pretty tragic like there's been a lot of fatalities not, more often than not there's been a lot of fatalities like for example this morning this on wednesday october 9th there was a car that was supposedly on fire in the middle of three what is it three fifteen. Three fifteen. i don't take that one so it was like closed on both ways and you have to like get off and get back on Let's see what else. Yesterday was when Yesterday, 270 was closed because of the, the BB gun. The BB gun shooter. Right. This man refused to get out. He got pulled over by the cops, refused to get out of his car, interact with them. And then they got so many like people out there. I mean, I, I'm not sure. I yeah, the SWAT team was there and they recovered a BB gun. I won't name names, but whichever news source wrote the article was <laughs> it's not a very good article. Anyway, I need to focus on what I'm talking about here there was the um the woman who tragically struck a um utility pole mm-hmm. and died but shut down da- that shut down 71, shut down 71 during rush hour yeah I, I and mean, knocked out a lot of power too so yeah. it was it's a mess like so i i think that what's the moral here the moral here is be learn safe, the zipper method learn the zipper method sure plan ahead leave five minutes early like just ex- you have to just expect nowadays that like traffic is going to be part of whatever it is that you're going to. And it's only going to get worse with Columbus growing. So take an take an Uber, take the bus, take a bird scooter, ride your bike, carpool with your neighbor, do something. Um, have your boyfriend drive you to work. That's always great. Um, <laughs> um yeah. What else? Take 
Diori said the bus. Take the take your your work shuttle if you have one. Get a Tesla. Just take your flying car to work. <laughs> Walk. Walk. Swim. Don't Ice skate once it gets cold. Rollerblade. Yes, bring back rollerblading. Um, work from home. So many options. Just be unemployed. You don't have to worry about work. It's great. <laughs> if you're unemployed and you don't have to go to work, just get rid of your car too, please. Because there's two. I don't want to be like people from Denver. Like when you go to Denver and you get an Uber, they'll be like, "Are you stay- are you staying here or are you leaving?" Because you better be leaving, but when you're done with your trip, because there's too many people here and they'll, like they'll go off on you. And I'm like, "Whoa, you can still come to Columbus. Like all are welcome. Just don't bring your car. Mm-hmm. There's not enough parking." <laughs> um. Other car news, Columbus City Schools buying reflectors for all middle schoolers. What? Uh, the council passed a resolution on Monday night authorizing $10,000 to buy reflectors. So, like, you know the reflector stickers that runners wear or people walking their dogs wear yeah. in the early morning? Um, they want to stick them on middle school kids because there was a driver who hit a middle school girl, like, this past, I think, in August – well, the first driver hit her, and then the second one also hit her, and so she got hit by, like, two cars. So they're getting some reflectors to help keep students safe. That's so that's so sad, yeah. but, I mean, I'm glad they're doing that, I guess. I mean, I feel like the best solution would be, like, to change – if the areas are that dark when they're walking to school – You need, like, a street light. You need a street light because that also probably means it's dark in that neighborhood, which – isn't normally great for crime. And then also, maybe it's too early to go to school. Or maybe daylight savings time shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, let's go with that. We're not farmers anymore. So That's the end of our news rant. A lot of yelling. We're going to have to tone that down. <laughs> On to food and drink. Food and drink. Hey, Julia. Yeah. Do you know what week it is? It is beer and burger week. You, you know, didn't know that, you know, though. Do you know what week I don't know it is? Yeah, it is. So tell us about... Have you had any other burgers? I just had press. That's the only one I've had so far. I, it was very good. I was um, trying to encourage a few peers of mine to go to Flipside yesterday, but instead, no, we went to Condotto. Ouch. <laughs> Called out right here, Nathan. <laughs> I wasn't going to name names or anything, but... Uh, I will. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Do you know if um, Shake Shack is doing anything for burger? I don't think so. Darn it. They but got, there's a lot of good ones on the menu. Yeah. i got to take a look. What else is opening up That's if you're not into uh, burgers? Yeah, so there's a new um, um, like bar now open. We, I think we talked about this before. This is the Pour Your Own, right? Yeah, but now it's opened. I think before we talked about it like when it was opening, now it's open. But I have a connection here, so bear with me. It's called Whistle and Keg. They have um, 50 taps that include beer, wine, kombucha, cider, and craft beers. Um, but it's in the arena district. So if you go to the hmm. singles club or whatever and uh, it doesn't work out, you can just go have all 50. Or you could go um, to Wolf's Ridge because they won the second best beer in the United that States. They did, Julia. Tell me more about it. Uh, so American, the American brewing industry opened or held a great American um, beer fest. As one does. Yeah, which is apparently a really big deal. Like, a lot of people come from, like, around the world. It's recognized as, like, this is the place to win awards. Wait, was it held in Columbus? No, it was held in Denver. Okay. It was held in Colorado. But they all left after they got there, right? now. I'm just, like, left. <laughs> and then I'm just like, yeah, oh, they, I'm going to live in Denver. Everybody said, go home. You're not welcome in Denver. <laughs> okay, anyway, continue. Um, 
But it, they won silver in coffee beers. So that is like a really big deal. And yeah. we love Wolf's Ridge. It's so good. But so. not as good as Earthling from Seven Sun. <sighs> Bring back Earthling from Seven Sun. If you're listening, you like all of our pictures on Instagram. If you're listening, we really love Earthling. Can you Let's collab back? on a Columbus cast Earthling beer, please. Oh, yeah. Call me back. <laughs> Call me back. We're just going to st- – let's start commenting on all their um, Instagram pictures. Bring back Earthling. I'm going to start doing bring that. Bring me back to Earth. Bring Earthling back to Earth. We'll, we'll work on this. Yeah. It'll be – ooh, we could create a hashtag. No, this is our side hustle, but that will be our side side hustle. Side project. Coming soon. Um, and then also in food news, the Bud Dairy Food Hall Partners have been announced. So, Oh, yeah. You were just talking about that. Yeah. It's going to be a rotating kitchen, which I Didn't think is the original – well, we didn't. We said they were going to be announced, but oh. they announced some of them last week. But now they have all the kitchens fully, fully in there. Cool. Um, but it's going to be a rotating kitchen, which is, I think, is the original concept like Food Hall was trying to do. But then instead of rotating out the kitchens, they're just like, "Nah, this is going to be the bottle service area now." Right. Yeah. Because so- who wants pizza anyway? <laughs> um. So they have all the vendors. The like notable one for me is they're going to have Cousins Main Lobster. Which is normally a food truck, but now honest? it's uh. Can I be really honest? I I've only had it once, and I'm not. I don't the like thing lobster. About Cousins Main Lobster is people are so obsessed with it, but it's actually a franchise. Is it really? So I didn't I know that. To, I was in like Raleigh, North Carolina, a couple months ago, and they had Cousins Main Lobster at one of their like notorious food halls. Oh, you're right. It, it was on the show Shark Tank. Yeah. So it's like anyone can open a Cousins Main franchise. And to me now, it's like that much less special. Yeah, so who I, else I guess it's a self selfish. Um, a Filipino street food called Bonnie that looks good. Uh, poke poke bap, which is fast casual Hawaiian inspired. Create your own fresh pokey bowls. There, there are already so many. Wait, hold on, Nathan, do that again. Ooh, <laughs> we just have some sound effects over here. Um. I feel like there's a lot of pokey places. Yeah, those are popping up all the Pokes place. Pokes are popping up. It's delicious. More, please. Okay, well, we know where Nathan will be. We'll um, be the there's going to be a Stoffs, which there's already a new Stoffs open up on Neil, so Stoffs is, is moving in. Church? Yeah. Have you been to that one yet? I have not been to that it one yet. It's gorgeous. Like, we should go. Yeah, I, I want to go, go this weekend. Um, and then there's also going to be a Mexican street food. So a lot that of, looks really good. A lot of ethnic foods. In you know here. what? No, he, let me make this comment. I see they have Mexican street corn, which is is I delicious. Love Mexican the street is corn. People always overcharge for it. Yeah, I don't need to pay ten dollars for corn on the cob with mayo on it. Like I can make it at home. Everybody, calm down. I once saw a Mexican street corn canned. Like you know how you can get canned corn, but it was like canned Mexican street corn. That seems odd. I'm not. I'm not like, opposed to it though. Cob, if I can buy mayo and cheese and some spices, but it's like, why couldn't you can that? Because mayonnaise is shelf stable until you open it. I guess Parmesan would be too. Yeah. Why didn't we think of this? We could have been retired by now and not have to drive to work and deal with traffic. Yeah. So if anybody knows <sighs> where you can get canned Mexican street corn, hit me up because I'd like some. Let's just move straight into politics. So this is a really cool story that I just saw. The Ohio Senate passed a bill that will allow patients to learn about hospital costs in advance. So this was according to Columbus Dispatch today on October 9th, Wednesday. So Ohioans would be able to learn the bottom line cost of their scheduled hospital care and their out-of-pocket share of the bill in advance, like prior to their um, stay at the hospital. 
under the bill that was passed unanimously by the Ohio State Senate. It was Bill 97. Um, it says it will provide a reasonable good faith cost or, or price range of scheduled services at the advanced request of patients beginning July 1, 2021. So I guess they're giving like the medical industry in Ohio time to prepare for that or mm-hmm. decide if they're really charging fair wages before. So that's cool. I'm really glad that they passed that. Um, a little bit more on the bill. The information must include an estimate of out-of-pocket costs and whether the co- other costs, such as physician or anesthesiology services, will be billed separately. Hospitals must also warn patients if they are out of network within their health health insurance to prevent so-called surprise billing. Patients must request costs at least seven days in advance. Oh, wow. So I wonder wow. how it's going to work, like, if you go into the emergency the, room, yeah. how that will happen. But what I would guess is um, this is happening in 2021. Healthcare is a really big industry right now. I think it's, like, 19% of our total GDP. It might be close to there. Healthcare is, like, exploding in the U.S. Yeah. right now. And there's a lot happening around it. There are a lot of, like... Large corporations, shall we say, that are taking in advance. Like, so J.P. Morgan Chase, Amazon, Hathaway, and Amazon has their company called Haven that they are, they're taking a deeper dive into healthcare and trying to make it more um, transparent. Yeah, and user-friendly. Right. And I, my current health insurance provider already does that. Like, if I go on my health insurance website and I'm looking for a new doctor, I can see what my um, visit cost is going to cost mm-hmm. up front. Yeah, and so, they say you should do that for things like MRIs and x-rays yeah. because the cost you difference so between places will be ridiculous, which is crazy to me. Like, why is an MRI here versus, like, exactly. OSU have $1,000 of difference when it's the same machine? But... I don't know enough about healthcare to speak on that. Yeah. So my guess is that by the time this goes into effect, um, July 1st, 2021, there will already be a lot of other changes around the healthcare industry Mm -hmm. that will just be making it more transparent. I think it's just a shift that the private sector is going to have to take, especially as politicians potentially continue to drive it um, to the left. Yeah. Bernie can hang in there. (laughs) Um, one last thing is that the price disclosure mandate comes as, like I was saying, as healthcare costs continue to spiral. And cool, like just a side note, the Kasich Family Foundation reports the average price of an inpatient surgery increased 30% over five years. Employee health insurance premiums and deductibles for family plans have increased 162% over the last 10 years. I mean, like, I guess medical professionals also, how much has their salaries and stuff increased? They all get paid. I know, but they also have a higher amount of student debt. Like, if you're a new doctor, you yeah, have to school for like because school's years, getting super expensive, and it takes so long, which is good. I mean, I'm glad we're gonna have well-trained doctors, but it's just a broken system. So, do you know what else is broken? Your heart. Because of all this construction. Oh, tell me about it, Julia. Uh, construction updates. Let's get into it. Um, There's nothing too much that – well, I mean, obviously, there's a ton going on, but nothing that was so super exciting to me. Um, Columbus Underground has a bunch of pictures of Easton if you're not there once a week to record a podcast um, <laughs> and you haven't seen it. It's coming along very quickly, I feel like. Yeah. I'm shocked. And then there's going to be a new eight-story hotel on Park Street near North Market. Why do I feel like we talk about hotels every single time? Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. More hotels. And then there's also a boutique hotel proposed in Italian Village. So the travel industry in Columbus is about to be booming. And like I said, Columbus will be the new Nashville. And people will be staying in these hotels and taking pictures in all their murals and eating fried chicken and 
Yes. I was having a conversation about Joe DeLoss just the other day, actually. Oh. Also, Nathan, would you like to comment? I love hot chicken. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's that. And then also there, the interesting thing about the Italian village um, proposed hotel is it's only going to have parking spaces for 24 cars. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't quite like, I hope do they expect everybody to fly into Columbus? Maybe that's staying at this hotel, but it only has space for 24 cars. And it's not like you can park overnight in these meters and spots instead of having it seems like instead of having the parking lot they're gonna have a pool yeah same (laughs) and an urban garden have an urban garden and a pool than a parking spot for if if i've tried who cares as long as i can go to the pool when my car is getting towed and (laughs) go to the pool the three months it's uh (laughs) warm enough in columbus Let's not even talk about weather, Julia. Let's not even go there. We've gone this whole podcast so far without talking about weather or luxury apartments, and I'd prefer to keep it that way. Thank you. Okay, then let's move on to events. Um, Wait, you missed one last thing. Very important. Corso Ventures last week. Oh. 50% off lift rides if you were using, if you're going to one of their restaurants. Oh, sweet. So they're like. Is that a construction update? Does that count as construction? Maybe because of all the construction, you don't want to drive. Oh, okay. I don't know. Tie it in. Yeah. They're probably using it to build more, whatever. Um, they always advertise themselves as being like the number one Uber destination in Ohio. And it's like, yeah, because you're giving everyone free rides. Well, and also like there's three bars like everyone goes to well, in Ohio and they happen to own all of them. All so of them. Literally, if you were going to Goody Boy, Standard Hall, Pine House, Forno. Food Hall. Food Hall. Thank you. I was forgetting one. Um, Lincoln Social. Mm, isn't that Cameron Mitchell? Oh. Um, anyway if you're going to any of those destinations that's good to know though just look for it google it because maybe we'll do it again yeah or if we fit right in oh yeah let's Let's get into events um burger and beer week continues until saturday so if you want a six dollar burger look up the menus and go eat a burger um let me tell you about some restaurants that are on there just in case you were crest is on there. Um, I really want to go to that one. High Banks Distillery is on there. there. Pint House. Yep, they have the Buckeye Burger. Yes, it actually has chocolate and peanut butter on There's it. also some vegetarian, like, vegan options, too. 614 did a nice write-up of the, like, five yeah, burgers the, on there um, that Crest are... Crest has a white bean burger. It looked good. Crest and Parsons, not the other one. I don't know if the other one... Actually, I don't know if the other one's doing it, but Crest and Parsons is. Also, there's a turkey burger or a veggie burger at Rusty Bucket. Oh, my mm. God. I love Rusty Bucket. I think Rusty Bucket is one of the most underrated restaurants in all of Columbus. I'd agree. That's my opinion. It's it's solid. The District Poorhouse will have a whole meal in a burger with the mac and cheese. Mac and blue burger. Huh. It's mac and cheese and more on top. Does that also have blue cheese? Ooh. Mac and... Mac and... Oh. Oh, it looks interesting. Go try it. Um... Tell me how it is. Yeah. The, not, I will not be eating it. The Italian festival is also this weekend. I've never been to that, but it looks like. Where is it? Um, it's Give me the who, what, when, why. An Italian village. And okay. they do the Columbus Italian festival. And there's some Italian food and Italian things happening. I don't really. Maybe if you are from the Bronx and you want to walk your dog and drink your drink of coffee, you know, you can. Go. But a lot of people talk about it and say it's really fun. And I always see it like set up if I'm driving down, um, like getting off the highway on Goodell. Yeah. Um, That's what we do. Also, Hillary Duff's fiance's band oh is performing God. next Thursday. 
I'm going to go to that. Tickets are $10. Wait, I want to come. Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. Know. I'll send you the info. Um, and it's Clintonville and slash Beachwood Oktoberfest. Yeah. So they're having a really cool shindig this weekend and they're selling beer and the proceeds benefit um, Clintonville Beachwald area, neighborhood. And uh, I heard about it on NPR. So I can't check any more of my boxes than that. Yeah. And then um, 614 Fit Week is from October 14th to the 19th. And you purchase like a $12 Fit Week pass and you get access to a lot of different fitness classes and studios oh, and I gyms and discounts on healthy eats, fashion, beauty, and more. And like there's some like pretty sweet studios um, participating. So if you want to like try stuff out, this is way cheaper than ca- class pass and you'll get really fit in one week. Wait, Julia, I just found an event that's happening right now and we need to go. It's um, Meet the Team, Bud Light Celebrity Bartender to host CBJ's Josh, An- Josh Anderson, Alexander Wenberg, and Zach Rensky. They're all at our bar right now. Oh, man. We got to go. Well. Time, time Sorry, to end the if you're podcast. Listening, you missed that, but I'm sure you can find pictures. I bet they'll do it again. That sounds cool. We'll meet the team. Um, um, hey guys, um, can we get some wins in this season? Thank you. Yeah, especially Friday when I go watch them. Oh, Rocky Horror Picture Show is coming back to the Short North Playhouse. Oh, sweet! I want to go to that it's tomorrow. It's running. It's been running since September 23rd, but it runs until November 3rd. So you you have some time yet if you want to see it. Anything else notable from you? Um, Franklin and Fridays on Friday. Check it out. River and Rich. It's from six to ten. I feel like that's. There's no. There's no uh, football. This no weekend. football this weekend. Married, so you know, if you want to get married, this is an acceptable weekend. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is a good weekend to get married if you're planning on it. And with that, we'll uh, we're logging off. We yes. Go meet some blue jackets. Goodbye, Columbus. Goodbye, <laughs> goodbye, Columbus. Stay safe out there. <laughs>